Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 175, Why Self-Care is Crucial for Psychic Mediums and Impasse. And of course, it's crucial for everybody, but specifically if you're somebody who serves for a living, you heal, you help other people for a living, you're an empath, you're a coach, you're a spiritual coach, psychic medium, it is highly crucial that you don't forget to do the same for yourself. Allow that space, that time, that energy, put your resources, your time and energy into taking care of yourself. And in this episode, we're gonna dive into this subject And don't forget, we do have our 90-day spiritual business mastermind coming up. It starts May 18th. Our next one will be in January of 2023. Hi, guys. Welcome back. We're so happy that you're here. Today's episode is all about why self-care is crucial for psychic mediums and empaths. This is a topic that we talk about all the time when it comes to... uh, masterminds, retreats, but also with each other. Yes, we do because we are empaths and we do <laughs> understand what it feels like to resist support, to, resi- to resist receiving, and to resist self-care. Because yeah. I look at self-care, it's like you have to get into the space of receiving. Now it's time to take care of yourself. We're so used to working on focusing on healing everybody else yeah. and taking care of everybody else, but now it's time to slow it down and let's take care of ourselves. Yeah, and last week's episode kind of touched on certain pieces. So if you missed last week, definitely get to that after this one too. Um, so first, we should probably talk about what people think self-care is only, right? They think that you have to get a bubble bath, you have to, you know, um, you know, meditate and all these different things. And yes, that's great. That is part of self-care too. But there's so much more to self-care And that comes to what we're going to kind of touch on too. And it's about that mindset piece, right? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's different with everybody. If I ask you what self-care is and what does it look like in your life, you're going to tell me something. some of the things the same, but a lot of the things are going to be different. Yeah. And that's what I figured out on this journey is like to figure out what works for you. That's a good point because a lot of people will say, well, I already do the, you know, I already meditate, I already take walks, I already take bubble baths and that kind of thing. I get my nails done. Um, but that might be the outlet for that person. And then other times there are other people that need that sense of, okay, I need some more alone time than that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And sometimes it's a matter of what space are you coming from whenever yeah. you're actually doing the bubble baths or massages or taking time for yourself like are you in the space and the energy of receiving in that moment because we could be taking all the right actions I think that's what happens a lot with myself at times with different clients over the years is they might be taking all the right actions but they're not consciously doing it they're not they're not bringing themselves in the present moment and tuning in with their heart to see wait is my heart open right now am I truly receiving what I'm doing Am I truly receiving this massage or am I thinking about my calls tomorrow? Yeah. Or am I thinking about what I have to do for work later that day? That's a good point because it's making me think of times where I, when I first started taking walks in nature 
And I would go outside because it was like, I needed like a breather in between my readings and I needed to stay recharged. But during those walks, there were times where maybe my phone would ring and that was supposed to be my walk where it was my downtime and my phone would ring or I would jump on my phone at that time. There are other times when I take my walks, that's my time to contact people, like to stay in touch with them. But when you do have that conscious effort of like, this is the walk that I'm gonna take to, to de-stress, to detach from humans so I can be in nature, it's a totally different experience. Exactly, so you're going to each thing you're doing and you're bringing that awareness to it. Like, wait, am I doing what I yeah. intended to do here? Which, yeah, this walk, I, I'm going around to contact people, which I do that a lot too. Like I like type it as I'm mm -hmm. walking. It's a lot easier for me to communicate with that way. Or if, if I'm talking on the phone with people, I like to walk and do it. So am I doing that now? Or was this walk made for me to just focus on being present with my body, with my energy? Yeah. And I know some people, they'll hear that, get present with your body, get present with your energy, meditate, slow down. And that kind of throws them off right there. Because mm -hmm. you hear that over and over and over again. But it's like, do you do you even know what that means? Yeah, like to you? how do you slow down? How do yeah. you meditate when you've never been trained? Like we've never been trained in school to do those things. Yeah, and what does it even mean to you? Like, yeah. what's your own way of doing it? Like, if you're someone on a podcast, it might take you years to find your voice, mm -hmm. right? If you're doing self care, it could take you years to find your voice and the way that you show up with self care, right? Because you hear all of these different people like us. We're doing a podcast over it, giving you ideas about it, mm -hmm. painting a picture of what it looks like, but it's one of those things you don't know until you actually experience it for yourself. Right. And I, like, before you even mentioned that, it's funny you use the word paint, paint a picture, because I was actually just daydreaming, like, as you were talking and listening at the same time, <laughs> about times when I was little where I was taught by my grandfather, by, you know, my, my grandpa, you've connected in with him before too. Um about the importance of just like enjoying and like coloring and you know using watercolor or coloring with crayons or markers we used to do that all the time he would get on the ground with us and color with us and we do that with our nieces and nephews too that to me is sometimes even more powerful than sitting and meditating and thinking oh my gosh i have to meditate for how many more minutes to get in the zone you know if i'm doing a guided meditation or i'm just sitting there Sometimes I'm in the mood to meditate, but for me, my meditation and my self-care is quieting down my mind. And I was actually just talking to a friend the other night, um, and I actually took my walk and planned to call her back. And we were on the phone for four hours, and we were talking about everything. And we were both saying that there was a theme with this week, that there was something in us where we wanted to jump on the phone and go and research something and Google something or go and find out information. That's how I've been lately, like especially more like the past week or so, where I it's very hard for me to get to relax before I go to sleep and I'm going to bed at two or one. So we were talking about kind of being in that zone of feeling like we have to research. And I said to her, I know that I have to take time and go and do something to quiet my mind where I will literally have to keep my phone in another room. We both agreed on that, that sometimes putting a phone in another room is what's needed. So that's a perfect yeah. example of what self-care could be to certain people is removing that phone. And what it's like an ongoing thing, right? Yeah. It's not something that where it's like, all right, I got these in my schedule, I'm good. It's like, no, you're continuously looking on, what is this doing for me? Am I, am I 
is my energy drained a lot of the time in the last six months or do I have more energy now? What is this one little tweak that I'm adding to what's happening? What is it doing for me? So it's like you have to have a baseline data. Like we're teachers. Right. You look at the baseline data and every day we have a new one, right? We're looking at our energy. How are we feeling today? And I think that's so important to do is to think about that. Like what, like we could tell you all the self-care things that we do. And we could say here, here's a formula, but there's not a formula. There's not a seven-step system. The thing is, this podcast episode, I want it to make people think, am I actually doing self-care in a way that I know that I need to be right now for what I'm doing. A lot of the people listening are business owners. Well, and there's absolutely no excuse that you can't do self-care. You can't make time for it. So that's one thing that I kind of want to point out right now. If you're sitting here listening, like it's easy for them to say they don't have kids. They don't have this. They don't have full-time jobs that are, you know, not um, entrepreneurship jobs where they're not working in corporate where they can't leave. Like there's absolutely no excuse. Now, if you are very busy because you are working a corporate job and you're working eight hours and you have kids and you have all these things, that's even more reason that you need the self-care, right? So there's absolutely no excuse on why you don't have it. It's getting real about like, what does it mean to me to have that sense of peace and that presence that's going to make me good for not only myself, but the other people around me. And it might be waking up a little bit earlier. It's a struggle for me. but it's a thought that's been coming up over and over again, especially lately, where I've thought about the power of waking up early. And that's something that you do. Um, I'm more of a night owl. You created the schedule where you were waking up earlier and you have that sense of peace for you. That's exactly. your self-care. Exactly, yeah. And you're, you're just being totally honest with yourself. You're asking, like, am I doing what I know that I need to be doing? Or should mm-hmm. I be adding something else? Or should I be subtracting something else away from it? And I think it's just being honest, like, is what I'm doing working? Right. Like, my life, my business, so a lot of the people listening are business owners or their parents, like, they're busy, right? They have schedules that are filled, that are filled, like, from nonstop, from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to sleep, some people. Yeah. And it's like, how do I fit into self-care? Well, to me, another thing self-care is, is just being mindful throughout the day. Even while you're doing all of those things, you're running your business, you're being a parent, you're being a dog parent, you're being an <laughs> aunt or uncle or a good person for the neighborhood, whatever it is, you're being mindful in those moments. Like you're paying attention, yeah, I wanna give, I wanna heal, I wanna serve, but I'm also asking those same questions to myself. How can I heal you, Tony? How can I serve you, Tony? And it's like being mindful throughout the day. And I think yeah. that's a form of self-care. That's huge. Cause that's how you get your data. That's how you're thinking like, wait, Okay, I know I'm a parent, I know I'm a business owner, I know I do all these things, but is it sustainable? Am I being efficient with with what I could be doing? Or do I need to tweak something? Mm -hmm. Because there's always something that you can tweak in that day, no matter how busy you are, to really tap into a new energy so that you have new life to bring to your kids. Like you said, if you are even more busy, it means you have even more people in your life. Self-care is even more need yeah. like that's how it is like the game we're playing we're both business owners i noticed that when i left from teaching in the public schools to being in my own business mm-hmm. i had to totally structure my self-care differently i do a lot of the same things like exercise and being oh, out yeah. in nature but like i literally had to figure out a self-care regimen that got my nervous system 
ready for what I was doing now. I'm a business owner. So I'm, I'm constantly out of my comfort zone. I'm constantly doing things that stretch me. I have to step my self-care game up, my mindfulness yeah. up in a way to where when I was teaching, I got used to going to the same classroom, being at the same school, with the same students. It was a comfort zone to that. So I still had a self-care regimen. I still had things I had to do, but I noticed I had to shift it once I went into entrepreneurship. So I'm asking you right now, mm-hmm. is your, if you're an entrepreneur, your life is always shifting too. So right. each year I'm an entrepreneur, I have to shift my self-care. I have to figure out ways to tweak it. I have to ask the questions, is what I'm doing working for what I'm doing now? Is it, and will it work for where I'm going? And I think that the answer is always going to be, you could tweak it a little more, especially with the people that are listening to this episode. There are people that are continuously growing, continuously expanding their vision. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to continuously expand your self-care regimen too. And don't forget about that. That is, that's so true and so powerful. And I feel like that kind of goes along with not waiting until it's tax season to know what you're making in your business and what you're putting out into your business and then having to go and say, oh, it's tax season or, oh, it's January 1st. Let me start creating what I want to do for the next year. You shouldn't be waiting for these dates. You should be doing it ahead of time when it comes to the awareness and the mindset. So when you mentioned like kind of tweaking and and kind of taking that accountability to check in with yourself throughout the day, it might be a weekly check-in. That's something that we do, we put in. I believe that our self-care comes down to our business meetings. That's self-care too, because we're taking the time. It's like, you know when you have a stack of mail that's you know in a certain section of your house and you walk by it every time. You don't know what's in it, but you're like, oh, I'll get to that later. That's in your subconscious mind. Same thing goes for your business. Like for us, when we have our weekly meetings on Friday, we leave our house normally, like 95% of the time and go to a coffee shop or go outside. That right there is going to be the thing that there's no unanswered questions. Like we take time to reflect on what happened during the week and that's our awareness. When we don't do it, if we miss a meeting or two, we notice a huge difference in our energy and that goes back to the self-care piece. So it is definitely it's very important because the business meetings are easy for you and I to do now because we've we have so many reasons on what they've done to our life like the clarity in our business the clarity in my body my mind where I could feel good the clarity in what's working in my business Mm or what I could shift to what new services to add all of that is so powerful so it's easy for us to go and do a business meeting every single week if you're not used to doing that, you could look at it like, wait, is that half like hour task. or hour? Like, like, like Lindsay said, we'll drive to a coffee shop. That takes time. Then we'll take about a half hour or hour time to do our business meeting. Some people can look at that like you're wasting time. Like you're not making money in your business. It's the opposite. Yeah. We always see how when we take that time, it always shows up in our business. Like totally. the more clear we get, we do our business meetings, we got the clear energy, bam, we get more sales, we see the impact that we're having in our business. So a lot of the times, you look at the things that, like that, that they're not adding to your business or they're not adding to your life. It's a paradox. A lot of the times, those are the things that are adding to your life even more than anything else. Yeah, that's integrating into the business life. So like the entrepreneurship, lifestyle you know you always hear like the lifestyle and this excitement around the lifestyle you see people post up different pictures and you might think 
wait, what, what are they doing right there? Are they working? But actually there's so much energy that gets built with setting up the things that, that personally we need for our lifestyle. Like the other day after the retreat, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode, I knew that I had to get reflexology and Tony's like, I'll go with you, but I'll go like later in the week. I'm like, nope, I can't, I can't wait right now for me personally. For you, there were other things that you wanted to do. You wanted to relax like in another way. I wanted to, to be away from people. You didn't want to be, I was you like, wanted to I be needed, in your bubble. I needed time. We came off the retreat, like I was feeling vulnerable. I needed to heal. That's part of the self-awareness, right? Like realizing. And being okay with and that. And being okay with that. That sometimes the people around you aren't going to want to do the same thing. Like the other day. I felt kind of bad with the foot massage. Like I tell you <laughs> wanted me to go, but I was like. I mean, and I, I wanted, of course I wanted to go. I love getting massages, but I had to check in. No, I, and I know. was like, it's not good for me. I wanted you to go, but at the same time, I wanted to go more badly than to wait for the no, next I week. Know. So we honored what we wanted to do, and that's the most important thing that you not being do. a people pleaser. Is but that goes with the guilt you. thing, actually, with self care, with entrepreneurship, because if you're a psychic medium or empath you're sensitive to other people's emotions. So you could easily say, oh, I don't want to do this because I don't want to hurt them. Yeah. Or I don't want to um, you know, shine too bright because it will make them feel uncomfortable. No, you are creating a monster in so many different directions because you're not living in your truth. You're drained and resentful and you're not helping them by dimming your light and doing your thing. And you're not running away from what you think you're running away from. People judging you or thinking right. that no matter what you do, they're going to do that. It doesn't matter what you do. So you do. can't run away from that. So you're creating this whole tornado and trying to run we, away from something you can't run away from. That's like problem. trying to run away from the seasons. No, it's true. And that... But you can a little bit here on Earth, but not all yeah, the way. Yeah, you can go and travel. Like, <laughs> But no, the big thing is, is having to think about that... that purpose of like what feels good for me and not feeling guilty and i think that's a big thing with self-care for psychic mediums a lot of the issues with empaths and psychic mediums when they're resentful or they're drained energetically most of the time it's because of the choices that they've made because they're worried about other people yeah. instead of themselves that takes so much energy out of us where it leaks out of us and we're connected because we're so connected. It's like we have like a branch going out to here. We have a branch going out to there. We have a branch going out to there. And then in the end, by the end of the day, you're like, what did I do that made me feel good? So that's why for me, it was, I, I shared this last week that it was a moment in my life where I had no energy to give and it taught me how to give back to myself. It might've taken a little bit longer for me to get it in the way that I did if I didn't have the experience that kind of took me to the ground where I was like, I have no energy left because I was just always giving. Yeah, so the whole point of this episode here is just for you to check into your own energy, check into your own habits, look at your habits, look at the ones that are energizing you, look at the ones that are draining you, and just doing that alone, your own habits, the ones that are energizing you and draining you, and going through the list of the ones that are draining you each habit and figuring out a way to either eliminate it or turn it into a habit that energizes you. So like the one that Lindsay was talking about, thinking about, am I going to offend this person? Am I going to offend that person if I do this, if I do that? That's a drainer. Anytime you're thinking about like your decisions you're going to make and how it's going to impact other people, 
Yeah, you could do that a little bit. Like if you have kids, I could see. But if you're doing that in the way that Lindsay was describing, the where you're trying to people please every single body around you, that's draining. That takes a lot of energy to keep thinking because you're using your mind in that moment. You're thinking and thinking takes energy. Energy that could be used for something else if you eliminate that habit. How do you eliminate that habit? Well, if it's strong, it's going to take a little bit, right? It's not like you're just going to listen to this and it's going to transform in the moment. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things that each time it comes up and you go and you think about the other person, you just stop it. You stop it and then you get in your heart and your soul again. Take a deep breath if you, if you need to. Take a deep breath, all right? And then go on about your business again. Your mind does it again. And it might seem like you're doing this over and over throughout the day depending on where you're at on this. But that's just an example. So you're looking at all of the habits in your life and thinking about the ones that are draining you and the ones that are energizing you. I think that is self-care at its finest. Mm -hmm. It is. And going back to what you're sharing, if you're, doing, if you're putting in the effort into relationships, most likely you're not going to have that guilt. Like if, if you think about it from that space where you're putting in the energy, you're setting aside time for different relationships, when things come up, you know that you've given value and you're not going to feel guilty about other moments. Does that make sense? So sometimes it's really easy to kind of, you know, as entrepreneurs, we can get busy in what we're doing. But when you make the time to maybe send a little message to a friend or check up on them or give them a call or, you know, connect with them on a deep level, you're not going to feel that same kind of guilt to, you know, feel like you have to do something in a different way that you don't want to. Right. I They're think what you're saying is it. the more that... You you go from your soul and act from that. I'm like, all right, I want to send this person a message. I want to do yeah. this. And you're just acting from love. It's not something you're doing to please this person or do that. You're acting from love. And you go to that space, right? You're coming from that space of love, of love. You're not yeah. of fear. Then that's when you get to the space of where you're not attached, right? Exactly. You're like, I know I'm coming. Like yeah, it's not a task. It's I genuinely want to do this and it's okay. And there's nothing I need to prove to this person. And what's going to happen too over time, which is probably already happening with them, because these are people that are growing, that are... Mm -hmm. So it's some people are going to fall away as you start to create stronger and stronger boundaries. So yeah. it's like, is this going to make everybody to where they love you more? Well, some people are going to love you more because people love authenticity, but it's dynamic energy. Like when you more you become yourself, the more dynamic you become, meaning you're going to have polar opposites. You're going to have people that really love you, yeah. and you're going to have people that... When you were a people pleaser, they loved you because they could take advantage of you, but now they're going to fall away. And you gotta be okay with that. And you gotta be okay with all of it. There's a lot of good that comes from it too. Mm -hmm. You get, like I noticed the more genuine I become with my boundaries, it's painful like what I was just saying, yeah. but it also creates stronger relationships. Like the relationships I am building now, they're actually, they're more authentic and That's they're more real and they're stronger and they're yeah. a lot more effortless And too. you wouldn't even feel that sense of guilt. You know? Yeah. And I think it's just being open and honest and like the communication, everything's communicating to us and through us. And we have to really honor what we feel in our heart that our energy is showing up for us. Like what, what does this feel good for me? And it's going to teach other people to do the same. And I think a lot of people will start living their life instead of worrying about everyone else, you know, and, and how it's affected them. You can still be loving and caring and honor yourself. Yes, and that's the number one thing self-care is. It's honoring yourself. That's why it says self-care. We mm -hmm. already get your people. You care about everybody else. We get it. Mm -hmm. You want to help people all day long. You want to heal. We yeah. get it. We're the same way. Don't forget 
the self-care, right? In massages and exercise, mm -hmm. nutrition, awareness. mindfulness, awareness. Um, there's a million different ways. Like I love cooking food. Um, I would say for every empath that's listening, this has been, been very valuable to me. Like one of the mm -hmm. most valuable habits, and it's very simple, is to wake up early. Like wake up earlier than what my day starts. It doesn't matter if your day starts at 1 p.m., wake up at 11 a.m. Like give yeah. yourself time before the day starts for you, whether it's whatever you want to do. Go for a walk, do some deep breathing. I used to go to high school. I would wake up and I would roll out of bed and I would go straight to high school. I wasn't even awake until halfway throughout the day. And yeah, I feel that's... like as an empath, you're so sensitive and everybody's sensitive when they first wake up. So it's like when you first wake up, if you go to, to do your calls or you're going to do whatever you're doing, your mind is vulnerable to being impacted by whatever you're going to be doing. So like the first 20 minutes, first hour of your day, that's when your mind, your energy is impacted the easiest. Mm -hmm. So you want to give yourself like that first hour of the day, the first two hours of the day, alone time, I would say, to do that. The rest of it, make up your own um, experience, like make up your own way of showing up for you of implementing that self-care and it's funny because i'm at the space right now where i'm thinking of going into the morning time and giving myself more time but my time is the night time when everyone's sleeping and i'm awake and you know i take walks at night i love to take walks at night and then i also like to just like have my downtime. and sometimes i even get ideas at night too but i've been feeling called to morning time more recently and it's something that i'm gonna have to change my habits there and test it out and see what i think for that but definitely something to be aware of to think about what feels right for me personally and what am i going to do to really honor my energy so that it benefits me and all the other people that i'm connected to too we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.